Just cutting in here to let you know about some fabulous stuff coming up. Get yourselves ready for All the Horror 2019. Y'all know we go all out in October. And we love horror like a lot. So this year, we're joining a bunch of podcasters, authors, and fancy entertainment personalities discussing all things horror. It's the whole month of October with new content every single day, and you can follow it all on Twitter using hashtag AllTheHorror. Our All The Horror episode will air on Thursday, October 10th. Mark those calendars. And it's going to be about how awesome those made-for-TV horror movies used to be. Including a look at a few films of Lucio Fulci, the master of Jallo horror. There's always room for Jallo. What? Join us and our fabulous friends this October for All The Horror 2019! I think it's two and a half hours. Oh, that's, that's not a that's which not is that's bearable. Long for a horror movie, though. Yeah, I guess so. And I guess so. some of it is like the, the beginning of it goes pretty fast, mm-hmm. and then they get to this commune thing okay. in Sweden, and things start getting weird. Okay. And then it gets very slow, and things are so drawn out. They do not need to be so fucking drawn out. Is it like artsy it's in artsy that way? It's artsy. Okay. In okay. That way. Now, is it is it an American movie or is it a Swedish movie? I think no. It's I think it's American. It's the okay. same guy that made Hereditary. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Ari cool. Ari Aster is that his name? That sounds right. But anyway, it's a. Uh, so what, I didn't really know what to expect. I just saw a trailer like a long, it felt like a long time ago, yeah. like way before it came out. Because I wanted to go see Annabelle Comes Home. Oh, yeah. But my friend that I was going to the movies with couldn't wait and had already seen it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so we decided to go see Midsummer instead. Yeah. And I expected, we went, it was like 10, I think it was a 10 o'clock at night showing. Oh, okay. And... I would, she was like, we better get there really, you know, because it was at the mall, at the big shopping center. Oh, okay. And so we got there hours early and bought our tickets, and she was like, well, we better buy our tickets now. Like, so just in like, case. So we hang out and... Right. Um, oh, and I got to tell you about this fabulous wine bar, too. <laughs> but um, I was shocked, though, at, like, three hours before that lead of the showing, it was, there was... Three quarters of the theater was already sold out, and I was really, really surprised because I didn't think that movie was going to do very good. And I don't think that was opening week, was it? Yeah, it was opening oh, week. Oh, yeah. well, actually, I'm kind of excited yeah. now because I I wasn't sure. 
But but then again, I mean, really good horror keeps coming out, and I guess people are more into it. Yeah, I was really surprised. But anyway, so mundanes are going to yes. see horror now. I guess that's what it is. But it was it was good. <laughs> it was interesting. And before I had gone to see it, I had read some slight buzzings online, and you know, like my pagan bulletin boards and news groups oh, and right. Facebook stuff. And there was a lot of buzz of people like. Oh, what is this movie going to be like? Is this going to be another movie that just slams paganism? And is this going to be another one of those movies that just make, you know, just make us look so bad? See, and, and when I saw the trailer, I thought it was going to go like in a weird Wicker Man direction. Yeah. So I thought it was going to be so over the top that it wasn't going to go in a pagan. Yeah. Well, like a real, and, and it was not. A real pagan direction. Yeah. Right. And, and so those fears seemed to be unfounded. Okay. <laughs> because it was so bizarre. It was just like a weird cult. Right. And it had nothing to do with real... With any kind of actual religion. any sort of real live pagan practices. It was just... I think they did a maypole in why a cult in Sweden that lives in the mountains isolated would have a maypole. I have no idea, but... But that's beside the point. But it's also it's, it's a very European thing. Yeah, but it's, it was it's a little artsy looking. Yeah. yeah, I could see that. But it was good. It was creepy and it was good and it did not offend my pagan sensibilities <laughs> at all. And I was happy to see that that sort of was the general consensus that most people were just sort of like, oh no, it's fine, because well, it has good. nothing to do with anything real. It's just this weird cult, right? But I guess, I guess, just, well, I'm thinking about the trailer that I saw, because it was so, it was definitely culty looking. It kind of reminded me, I think the reason why it reminded me of things like Wicker Man is maybe because it it had a 70s feel to it. Did it? Was it set in modern times? I just remember from the trailer, which I'll admit I saw months ago. Yeah. It felt hippie 70s to me. And I don't know if that it, was the, no, just because set, it was very European or now, what. Okay. But once they get to this village in the middle of nowhere, is it like it time is stopped there? Seventy. Okay. Okay. But that kind of goes with like the cult thing because, like we've talked about before, the different decades of horror. You know, it's like in the seventies, horror movies were. There was some possession things and stuff like that, and yeah. a lot of devil shit. But there was also a lot of hippies are scary. Yeah, yeah. Hippies are cultists and they're scary and they're going to murder you was a very common theme in the 70s. So I could see that they would go with that aesthetic. I could see that. Yeah, and that's what I was kind of afraid that it was going to be like, but it totally wasn't. These people were so... It wasn't Race for the Devil. But it was interesting, (laughs) though, because some fucked up stuff happens in the movies, Mm -hmm. in the movie, but it wouldn't have really necessarily happened the way that it did if these American grad students weren't such academic pricks. Oh, oh, do tell. Oh, I'm you very know, so, I mean, yes, yes, they were sacrificed. Well, good, as <laughs> yes, they Yes, they be. were sacrificed. As but, they should be. But at the same time, there was a sense of, well, you know, these people really believe it. They do this big thing once every 90 years. Oh. And so some stupid academic students got sacrificed. I don't see the problem with that. (laughs) (laughs) 
I, so it's not like <laughs> it's not like the way. Okay, so because when you said the ninety years, my brain immediately went to two thousand maniacs and the way like the like the American Southern Brigadoon, where this town just rises, <laughs> just rises every hundred years, and then they celebrate their centennial and murder teenagers. <laughs> it's not that. It's just that this cult lives out their lives, but every ninety yeah, years, every they ninety do years they do this specific ritual, and I guess it involved what was it like eight or nine people that needed to be sacrificed or something. That's so interesting and that it's every night. Like I. Like, did they go into why it's nine? Not years? really, because that's a very odd Not number. Really. And it was sort of, you know, and it was so, it was so multi level though, because part of it was like, I couldn't put myself in these people's place. Okay. Th- these cultists, because they were just. It was so weird. It was so yeah. weird, and everything was so together, and we are one, and I, you know what I mean. I could not put myself in that place. But they seemed happy, and everybody was happy and well-treated, and there wasn't anything weird going on in the community. It was a very loving, emotionally happy community that just seemed to have this weird thing they did every 90 years, and then... Well, really, human sacrifice, it's just something you have to do sometimes. I mean, it's like, you know, like all those civilizations, like, say, in Central America, that did human sacrifice as part of their annual, you know, appeasing the rain god or whatever. It didn't make them evil. Sometimes you just have to kill a virgin, you know? <laughs> it, and they wouldn't do it if it didn't fucking work. If it didn't make it fucking rain, they wouldn't have kept doing it. Uh, right. If they don't want to kill off their, their <laughs> lovely young virgins, but you sometimes you have to. And I mean, I could see <laughs> that this <laughs> this midsummer cult would just be like, well, you know, it's it's what you do. It's like you know, yeah, it's it's time to kill I mean, people. I mean, it was weird. Hi, I'm Joel. And I'm Phil, and we're the co-host of Florida Men, a true crime comedy podcast. Each week on Florida Men, we bring you stories from the shady side of the Sunshine State, starring America's most prolific criminal, Florida Man. Stories with headlines like, Florida Man arrested while trying to hide legless fugitive girlfriend in plastic bin. Florida Man arrested with a monkey in a diaper clutching his shirt. Florida Man loses fingers, eyebrows, and hearing in, quote, modified fireworks, unquote, mishap. Florida woman shoots her ex-husband in the groin while he tries to take her air conditioner. Florida Man carrying live alligator chases people in a convenience store. Florida woman arrested at Walmart then smoked crack in the back of a police car. Florida woman sent 65,000 texts to a Tinder date gone wrong. And Florida woman calls 911 on a possum. You can find Florida men on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, or wherever fine podcasts are found. Have you heard about PodCoin? It's this cool new app available on iPhone and Android, and it actually pays you for what you're doing already, listening to podcasts. Here's how it works. You download the app and register using our special sign-up code, BitchinPod, and that starts you off with 300 PodCoins. Then every time you listen, you earn more. Listen to our latest episode, boom, coins! Get a friend to sign up, boom! more coins. The app is totally free and they pay you. 
So you get all these coins, now what? You cash them in! Earn gift cards from Amazon, Target, or, oh my god, Starbucks! And if you're feeling charitable, with a click you can donate to AIDS charities, literacy campaigns, feeding rescued doggies. It's up to you. It's your money! Download, register, listen, and cha-ching! All the cool kids are using the Podcoin app. You should too. They were, you know, sexually they were weird, and they were just, they were just weird. I mean, it was weird, but they seemed like happy and. Healthy I mean, I'm imagining and, they're very isolated, so it's a lot of kind of inbreeding and. Well, there was and, actually like there was something. There was one per. There was like one person in this community that is born, and they're inbred on purpose because they believe that that inbreeding somehow makes for communication with their god or something like, like that. Like the purest bloodline yeah. or something? Oh, and everybody god. else, though, it's controlled so there's not inbreeding. I love that they went to that. I love that they went to that level of detail. I love that. And But anyway, so there was like these, these grad students, and they were like, you know, anthropology students or whatever, trying right. to do, like, their, do their thesis or their right. master or right. doctorate or whatever. And of course, one you know, one was asking all these questions and being really disrespectful, and then right. goes and sneaks in the middle of the night to take pictures of the sacred book, which he oh, was specifically told <laughs> that he was not allowed to take pictures of, and that oh. and I was like, you know what? How dare he? And no, he and needs to die. He needs to die. See, and I, it's it's so funny that like pagans and stuff were potential like prepared to be offended where i as an anthropology major get so fucking pissed <laughs> whenever an anthropologist in a movie is really fucking intrusive and awful it's like no there's still prime directive motherfucker yeah, you do not so go interfere with their shit then, <laughs> you are yeah. a guest goddammit. and then another one of the <laughs> another one of the this kids who, who was like apparently grad student apparently even though he was a moron <laughs> he spent his whole time drunk and stoned and doing mushrooms and stuff. And then he went and pissed all over a sacred tree where they keep their ancestors' ashes. Jesus Christ. Boom! Dead. <laughs> you know, it's just so fortunate that they happened to come in time for the... For the for the 90-year celebration yeah, so that they could be sacrificed. And it was interesting that it was, like, <laughs> such... To me, I saw it as... You know how awful and arrogant academics can be in general? And on top and of that, Americans. Americans <laughs> and how fucking uppity grad students are anyway because, you know, we've talked about before. Oh, yeah. They're definitely... They're, they're a special group of people. Yeah, yeah. so... <laughs> it was such a scathing indictment of that at the same time. That's kind of fabulous. <laughs> so it was hard to know where your sympathies laid. Oh, totally. Oh, God, I would totally be with the cultists on this. Because fuck those people. You know, and then, and it's also sort of like, there is this really unhinged girl is the main character who has this really crappy relationship, and everything that I've read online is... Oh, he's a total asshole, and he totally just is just stringing her along and doesn't really want to break up with her, but she's crazy as a fucking loon. And this is grad and student people, not villager people? Yeah, this yeah, this main okay. character. And the thing is, so 
a horrible, tragic thing happens to her at the beginning, right? Okay. Which obviously makes her unhinged because her mother... Her parents got killed by her sister who committed suicide. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Like right before she left home? Yeah. Or something? Oh, so, God. But, okay. But before that right. happened, you could tell that she was just a horrible, nagging, crazy, unwanted girlfriend that needed to go the fuck away. But he just wasn't strong enough to tell her to fuck but off. That was the impression that me and my friend got. Right. And everybody online is like, no, it's a strong feminist thing. It's, empowering he was so clearly a douchebag and I didn't see that at all. And I I'm he wondering was so if... clearly being driven by this unhinged girl and then right. this whiny, needy, insecure girl. But then when this horrible tragic thing happens mm-hmm. he does he he won't break up with her because he feels obligated to stay with her. Right. Because of he what cares happened. like he cares enough about her that he wants to make sure she's okay. And then he so he right. wants to go to this trip with his friends over the summer to go to their students right their friends commune in Sweden to see this ritual. Okay. And of course she invites herself. Oh, so she's not one of the students. She's just tagging so along. She's tagging along. She's the girlfriend. Oh shit! See, because so, I was going to ask if if there was like an additional thing that because they were all in this group that was studying the same thing. Oh yeah, no, and the so boys there was pressure. Are, she's just she just tagged along. She just saw free vacation. Yeah, but it was like so before the you yeah. Know, I, I already don't like her before <laughs> the tragedy happened. Right. Right. You know, there was this big long scene with her talking on the phone to her girlfriend. Maybe they were sitting, drinking wine or something. I don't remember, but having this conversation with her girlfriend. And, right. Oh, I just don't know if I should break up with him. Maybe he wants to break up with me. I think he wants to break up with me. Do you think he wants to break up with me? And it was, this was like, but you could tell at the very beginning that she's just an annoying, awful bitch. That even though she knows that there's something in their relationship that maybe they shouldn't be together... That either yeah. he wants to break up with her or she wants to break up with him. But nope, we're going to fucking stick it yeah. out. Yeah, and then, so, and then <laughs> there's another scene where all these, the guys are together. Right. And she's like, oh my God, do you see this? Look at my phone. She's texted me like 30 times and she keeps calling. Oh my God. Ugh. And this goes on all the fucking time. Right. And it turns out... That it's because he's trying to get in touch with her because of, like, the tragedy that happened. Okay. But they were having this conversation, and it was like, look at this. And it was just like she's constantly on his ass, and they're like, I don't know how you put up with this. You totally need to break up with her. Right. And he's like, I know. But she's going through a hard time right now. But then he finally answered the phone, and he's like, what? You are driving me crazy. Why are you calling me 20 fucking times? Oh, my God. And then she was like, this just happened. And he's like, oh. Oh, shit. Oh, God. So... But she obviously was that annoying all along. Yes. Because it wasn't... Because otherwise, her suddenly freaking out like that would have made him go, oh, no, something must yeah, be wrong. Yeah, and everything online is like, oh, he was so douchey and she was neglected from the get-go. And I totally... Mm, yeah. Mm, I didn't yeah. see that at all. And it- the Year of the Vagina! So... Gynecology appointments generally suck. I mean, maybe some of you have great doctors who use magical equipment that isn't uncomfortable and humiliating, 
But that's a rare bird. For me, it doesn't even matter if my doctor is the best, because getting on that damn table and contorting my legs into that awful stirrup position where it feels like my hips are about to pop out of joint is absolute hell. Although I did have this one appointment once, before my doctor changed offices, where there was this weird electrical chair that made me think I was about to get a dental exam, but then it tipped back and raised up and suddenly the damn seat dropped out, and holy crap, that was pretty awesome. Weird, but comfortable at least, but I've never seen one of those since. And then there's the speculum, that damn thing. One of the weirdest designs in all of medicine. It only barely does what it was designed to do, and yet that stupid thing is still what doctors use to look at our cervixes. 1840! That's when the speculum was invented. And because it's women's stuff, I guess, and nobody cares if we're uncomfortable, we're just stuck with it. People have only seriously tried to come up with something better in the 2000s, but most attempts failed because nobody would use them. If you were a doctor and you were told of a new device that would increase women's comfort and make your job easier, why wouldn't you use it? Don't make me scream patriarchy! And while I'm bitching about men, have you ever wondered why man part doctors are called urologists and not andrologists? Because men are the default humans, according to the history of medicine. Time's up! So what say we start asking our gynos why they're still using archaic tools to poke around our business? If you want some info on the different cervix spotting designs out there, I'm putting a link in the show notes to an article that will blow your mind. Enjoy! so empowering to women to do something this evil, right? Okay. So at the very end, because, you know, people, I don't care if I spoil it. There's a spoiler. By the time this episode comes it's out. It's so old, yeah. Yes. So, you know, at the end, she wins some weird dancing contest, ceremonial dancing contest, and becomes the May Queen, right? Even though she's not one of them. Yeah. Okay. But she must the, be special. But in the meantime... Okay. One of the girls has taken a liking and wants to breed with the boyfriend. The boyfriend, <gasps> and she does all these spells, and they drug him. Okay. And they have this big ceremonial sex thing, right. which is really fucking weird and creepy. And the scene lasts way too long for comfort. Well, you're not but, a big fan of sex scenes in yeah. movies, anyway. But I can imagine you that know, it's really he creepy. He was like, you know, he was drugged and he had spells put on him, right? And, he was... This was non-consensual. It was, non, yeah. it was totally non-consensual. And so at the end, you know, the May Queen, and she, you know, this girlfriend is the May Queen, so she chooses the boyfriend, her boyfriend, to be sacrificed because he had non-consensual sex with another woman. Oh, jeez. And somehow, oh, that's so empowering to women, is all the shit I'm reading online. Okay, I'm pissed off at all the like, people I'm that are saying that. Because, you know, there's like some... A lot of mainstream reviews that are just like, oh, this is a good movie, it's artsy, it's a little slow, this is interesting. I'll talk about themes here and there, but of course there's a lot of like, I was looking for more 
other sorts of reviews because I wanted to get the pagan thing. Right, right. And I was glad to see that it was that it stopped when the movie came out because it was a it's, misconception. Like, as soon as someone actually saw it, yeah. they were like, oh, yeah. okay, yeah, it has nothing to do with us. But yeah. there's more, you know, people like that like to armchair intellectualize things online. <laughs> of course. Or talk, oh, it's just, you know, and he was so horrible and it's so wonderful to see what she did at the end because she finally took her power back and I, and I was like, it was pretty awful because she was totally in her right mind, and he was not. Well, yeah, I to- she ever could be right, and that she did. I mean, that her whole feeling is, even I mean, even if he was mean to her, even if he was a bad boyfriend, oh, he has to die. I mean, I'm sorry she's a lunatic. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I'm like, know, nothing about that is feminist. Yeah, and it was like, <laughs> and people say, oh, because he treated her so bad because of this tragedy. And it's like, Did no. he, though? Did he, though? Because look at what she was like before <laughs> at the beginning. Oh, Because basically God. the beginning of the movie is her being unhinged. Right. Before any tragedy strikes. The, and the movie made it very clear that she was a crazy person yes from the beginning yes. and not someone anyone would want to date right but it was really real anyway it was good and it was interesting but from like yeah. a horror standpoint was it because because i mean i wasn't because i mean the the trailer was incredibly creepy but i wasn't sure from like a horror standpoint from, how hor- hor- horrific it to was. me there was no horror there was there was some gore okay there was some gore, like... Well, like, the sacrifices, were they done, like, in, like, in, like, a gory way? No, it wasn't really graphic, no. Okay. But what was disturbing was that, apparently, if people get to be a certain age, I guess you can choose to die. Ooh, like Logan's Run or something? So well, that's not a choice. I mean, they're old, though, like, they, and, they okay. and they're honored. And they have this big ceremony and Oh, like to preserve resources to for pres- the group yeah. and whatever. And okay. they go and there's this big ceremonial cliff and it's high enough and they just Dive jump and boom, they die. And they go splat? And that was pretty graphically disgusting. So you actually like see some of those splat? Oh, you see that, yeah. Okay, I'm a little, I'm... I'm at, no, I'm actually a lot intrigued by yeah, that because then, I love that aspect, and I hope it was practical effects. Yeah, God damn it, I hope it was practical. The woman just died, but the man stayed alive. <gasps> oh, and that's so awful. they got this big club like, and just in the oh, face to you know to, to oh, finish it off. <laughs> like he didn't like land on his head, so he so, oh, yeah. No. And so that was that's kind of fabulous. That was pretty, <laughs> and like the sex oh, scene wow. was disturbing. Oh, I could, yeah. Because it was just weird. Imagine. Right. It was really, really weird. Now, was it done, was it done, like, from the point of view of the drugged dude? Or, like, no, like, because I'm, of course, I immediately am imagining, like, Rosemary's baby and that weird sex No, he with, was just, like, devil. naked and here was this, you know, this woman, you know, widespread with all these naked women around her because it was a big ceremony. Because it was a ritual like thing, a big yeah. ritual thing, and just because he need, they needed him to breed her, pretty much. But she oh, wanted wow. him bad. I mean, she chose him. Right, right. You know, and was... And, like, the whole village was in on it, and yeah, it was just like, yeah. oh, God. So from, uh, yeah, I mean, it was... 
I thought it was more of an art film than a horror film to me. Yeah. But I'm used to more extreme things, you know. Well, that's, yeah, that's true. I mean, like, even The Wicker Man, I didn't think The Wicker Man was scary, like, at all, but I thought it was incredibly creepy and fabulous yeah. and wonderful. And, of course, I'm talking about the real one, not the Nicolas Cage shit. Yes, the it, old one. The old one with Christopher Lee. <laughs> the good yeah. one. And yes. um, I think we need to give them a thing, Spike. We can give them a drop that they can play on their yes. show. Yes, I think we've uh, got to find some time and get get time to do, do that. I think we should do it right now. I think we should do it right now. Look, I'll show you how easy it is, Spike. <laughs> Watch this. I'm just going to do it live. Okay, do it live. Like that bloke screams. I'm just going to do it live. Watch this. Hi, this is Dr. Dan from the Two Skeptical... Ske- I can't do it now. <laughs> I can't speak. Too much pressure. I'll try again. I'll try again. I'll try again. Take 52. Hi, this is Dr. Dan from the Two Skeptical Chaps podcast, and you are listening... To the most bitchin' boutique. See? That was easy, wasn't it? Okay. They could send us one, we could play it in ass. Yeah, you yeah. Right, you do it. Yeah. Right, off What you do go. you want me to say? Whatever, whatever comes to mind. Hi, this is Spike from the Two Skeptical Chaps podcast, who ain't no bitch, but you're listening to the bitchin' boutique. Oh, that was good. I think I hope they use that. Let's see if they cut it and put it in the next show. Diplomatic community. <laughs> the movie The Witch from you know, five years ago, six years yeah, ago. Yeah, and I, I'm I'm so mad at myself that I still haven't actually seen it. It's been like in my head I that I have to keep but so many movies have come out in recent yeah. years that I, I needed that I needed to see that it kept getting shoved aside. And I still somehow haven't seen it. Yeah, because when I was coming I re- was reminded of that when I was reading reviews and of like Midsummer. The, right. You know, and I was, uh, and I remember seeing that with a pagan friend who got really offended by it. She's like, "It was just every bad stereotype of a witch and every bad stereotype of a pagan." And oh, how dare they make this movie? But it's literally called The Witch, and it's a horror and movie. It's like, a li- horror what? Movie what did they think? It what was, did they think it was going to be? Nothing to do with reality. His, right. It was very historically accurate. It right, because it was set in like the 16 or 1700s, yeah, right? Yeah, it was very okay. historically accurate. It was well-researched. Right. And it was basically every weird thing that people thought that witches did that everybody knows they don't and never did. It's what the church thought witches were. Back then. Right. Basically, Which, they did and that's that why stuff. I wanted to see it, because I'm so fascinated by I that mean, period. I mean, they did the baby snatching. They had... Like, weird goat the shit. The devil-possessed goat. Of Yes, every stereotype, because that is what people believed back then. Right. And we all know that witches were never... Right. ...did that stuff, ever. Right. Because no one did any of that stuff. Yeah. It was all imaginary. But I remember when The Witch came out, at the time, there were people outraged online and stuff about it. Yeah, yeah. And I thought it was... I I thought it was a good movie. I enjoyed it. Oh, yeah. It looked fantastic. Um, but now that I'm seeing as time has gone by, the mm. few th- references that I've been able to find about that movie are more friendly to it now. The pagan community seems to be more friendly to it now. I in wonder, the sense of, well, hmm. it was really re- well-researched, 
And it was right. obviously the stereotypes of what was going on. It really had nothing to do with us. And, and it was done modern. that way on purpose. Yeah, but at yeah. the time, I remember people were being... Because, you know, nowadays people get all up in arms about everything. Yeah. Before the fact. I, I wonder and if then they... they see it or listen to it or read it. And then they're like, oh, I've been so up in arms about this and so publicly pissed off about this. And I realized I was completely wrong. Right. <laughs> No, I suppose if there had been a big public reaction to the witch when it came out that, let's say, it caused a bunch of people to be like, see, that's what witches are, or what, you know, but of course, horror movies don't ever actually do that, except for maybe like a lone crazy person, you know, like Kirk Cameron would do that, but like normal people wouldn't, but if there had been some reaction to it from the general public that could have caused a problem, then maybe their fears would have been founded. Yeah. But ultimately, they're just fucking wrong. Yeah. <laughs> they yeah. were just fucking wrong by being so upset before they actually saw it. And and even, you know, in terms of history, they would be really stupid to deny that that's what, that's what things were like. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh. But anyway, so that that was... Anyways, I just thought that was interesting to see that I saw a little bit of talk like that before Midsummer. Right. But now that it's out, the talk is gone. Right. And people are actually... And I've read a couple different people say, oh, I was afraid that I mightn't have been offended by this, but I totally was not. Right. And Which I, is exactly the right attitude to have. Yeah, and it was the same thing about The Witch. A lot of people before the fact were, oh, look, did you see that trailer? It's just going to be another one of those movies. It's just going to make us look bad. And Because there's so and many. And, of course, you know, the, the person <laughs> that I went with the movie to. Who, of ten, course who she, tends to overreact to of things. Of course she got offended. Of course she did. <laughs> you know. But I thought it was great. <laughs> but you know what's interesting, though? Like, thinking, like, you know, that I, oh, it's going to be another one of those movies. Like, are there really a lot of those movies? Like, I mean, because the, honestly, the only thing I can think of off the top of my head is The Craft. And everyone I know who's a witch fucking loves yeah. The Craft. Like, it does. Like, I don't know anyone who does it. Or Practical Magic. Yeah. Everyone fucking loves those movies. <laughs> yeah, and I just don't... I don't know. I, I don't think there are, but, but, you know, people like to get all... Well, yes. Bent out of shape, you know, especially everything is... Pre-offended. Yeah, I mean, you know, <laughs> everything is going to offend everybody. I don't, you know, it's just, I hate it. <laughs> oh, people. People suck. They ruin everything. <laughs> Thanks for listening. If you enjoy our show, please take a moment to rate us and review us on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher. If you send us a screenshot of your review, we'll send you a Bitchin' Boutique sticker. Everyone loves stickers! Please subscribe or add us to your favorites wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribers get new episodes first and are also more attractive. Drop us a line anytime at pitneyandamelia at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you! Thank you.
Sometimes you just have to kill a virgin. You know, 